Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Rainer's Radio, practical training for joint heirs with Christ, with your host, Diane Thomas. Good evening, and welcome to Rainer's Radio. This is Diane Thomas, your host. Let's just take a couple seconds at the beginning here and just relax sense the Lord's presence next to you, right with you. He is always present, but his personal presence is there as well. Make him welcome. Be available to him. Lord, we are. We make ourselves available to you, Lord. Whatever you want to do in our lives, we agree We've agreed with you in spirit. We also agree in soul and in body. You know what's best for us. You know what our needs are. And we just ask that you meet those needs right now, Lord. And then go beyond and draw us into you. We want to know you fully and completely. We want to be one so we can be one with you. Lord, we thank you ahead of time for all you're doing in our lives. And Lord, those with specific needs, Lord, you know what they need. Just ask that you touch them right now, especially for physical healing, Lord. Backs and shoulders. Lord, many are carrying burdens, Lord, that are not theirs, but yours, Lord. We take every opportunity to speak to you about our situation, Lord. What is it that we're missing? What is it that we're doing instead of letting you do it? Lord, you did not come here to help us. You came here to do it through us. Lord, teach us greater dependence on you. Lord, and you do that by experience, by your presence, Lord. Thank you. We thank you ahead of time for for what you're going to do. Thank you, Lord. So we have been talking about his presence And how, yes, he's always present everywhere. But because we are his sons, we have special access. We have backstage tickets. We can go behind the scenes. We can go wherever he goes. Now, because we're not just guests in his house, we're his sons. He doesn't want us to just come and visit. He wants to dwell with us, and he wants us to dwell in him. Not just 
occasionally, not just when we have a need or we need him or we want to hear from him or now and then or when it fits our schedule. And when we're, we recognize that there is no time. Time is a created thing. It's temporary. It's part of this earth zone. When we are in his zone, his spirit zone, it is eternal. It is eternal life. It's not just more life or better, a better quality. It's not time-related at all. And part of our challenge is to learn to overcome our thought restrictions regarding time, that we're too late or we don't have enough time. Any of our, well, I could almost say most of our beliefs are wrong because they're based on our understanding of how things work, of how the universe works, of how of what we've been taught, how God works. And God changes our beliefs by putting us in situations where those beliefs don't work. And when God pours out his spirit in new ways, That's why so often God-loving Christians reject what God is doing. They have an idea of this is how God does things. And if he doesn't do it that way, it must not be God. The sooner we can experience God on his terms... Let him be the God. Let him do what he wants. Let him reveal himself the way he wants to. And and we'll be the ones to change. Our beliefs are the ones to change. This is why it always comes back to how important it is to be able to have confidence that you're hearing him clearly. That you're testing what you're hearing. Lord, is that you? And then to know how to overcome and what to do with the no when it's not the Lord. How to overcome our enemies, the world system, our own flesh, and the devil and his buddies. Confidence conquers anything because confidence comes as a result of experience. When you know you are God, you will do exploits. You'll do far more than your mind can comprehend. And that's not the reason to spend more time with God, to seek him, to to enjoy him to be able to do more it's it's the opposite it's the result of enjoying god of spending time with him 
and of being with him. Because remember, your new nature is to give, to be creative, to expand, to freely give. And that's God's nature, to freely give, to create, to expand. And we are first partakers of that creativity, of himself, that eternal life, his kingdom. Part of our challenge is what we think we know, our past history, our wounds, our unhealed wounds keep us from being able to receive unconditionally. But we can change that. God draws us to change that, to make us able to receive to turn us into new wineskins so he can pour the new wine in. He doesn't reject the old. He takes you where you're at right now in your soul and your body and restores the relationship, reunites your soul to your spirit. And that new wine flows. And we get to enjoy it. God wants to be enjoyed. He's having fun. He's enjoying himself. And he wants us to, too. So we've been talking about a sense of his presence, the the difference between the global presence, if you will, how he is present everywhere, and his personal presence, and his manifest presence. But knowing that his personal presence, because you are a son of God, if you've been born again, you are a son of God, He is your personal God. He is your personal Father. And he wants to know you in person, person to person. And he is a person. He's not like you and I because he created you and I. But where do you think that came from? How we work, our strengths and weaknesses, our desires and fears, where do you think those came from? They came from God. So he can relate to your situation. And he has your answers. Not only does he have your answers, but he can change things. He can change your circumstances He can heal you. He can change your history. He can change your future. Sometimes he doesn't change your circumstances. He changes us. 
But we talked about how the recognizing his personal presence, all, everything else starts to change as well. When we focus on the things that God wants us to be focused on, when we work on our own homework, when we take our own tests, follow our own study guides, we, remember God's your, your counselor, your, your guidance counselor. All these other areas of our lives will fall into place. What we used to think was just such a disaster, we look back and go, no, you know, gosh, that was an uncomfortable situation, but it brought me here, so I guess it's okay. And we get to enjoy his presence, and his presence changes us. And we get to know him just like we get to know friends and family. We get to know him so well that we can tell what's going on with him. Whether he's come to teach us, whether he's come to encourage us, whether he's come about a a stern message, something he needs to really speak to us about, get our attention. Just like a good daddy, just like and and so many of us, have, granted, have not had good daddies. View from accepting what God has for you, because again, God knows your needs, and as a person, He is meeting your needs. He gave you the needs you have, so He could meet them. So we'll be able to discern his purpose and his direction. He guides us and he lets us know what he wants for us. He encourages us. And we develop confidence that we are hearing him. And that confidence doesn't come from doing everything right. And not because we've studied or tried hard. But because the Lord removes the veil that separates our senses from his reality and we experience his personal presence. We are in his presence. And he changes us. We He does everything. And we follow. We take the tests, we do the studying, we do what he says to do. And it's through the process that we get to know him and we gain that confidence. It's like so often in the morning we get up, we put the, we get in our car, we drive to work and we get there and we don't even recognize, realize, how did I get here? We were thinking about something else or listening to the radio. or And we get there and we, it's like, wait a minute, just what happened? We're pulling into the parking lot. We don't even remember the 15-minute the drive into work. Because we've done it so often. It's second nature. 
Well, this is what God is teaching us to do, is to turn to him. That's our true spirit nature. We're not human doings. We're not human beings. We're spirit beings. And our challenge is to learn to live as a spirit on this earth. So, Lord, we ask your, for you to teach each one of us to, to give us a desire and that ability to recognize your presence. Lord, we, we set aside some time just to do work on this, to practice your presence. And Lord, I ask that you give a special confirmation and affirmation that yes, it's you. Yes, this is the Lord. Whether it's through something else that confirms it or whether it's a a touch or a fragrance or a sound, however you want to do it, Lord. But confirm and affirm your personal presence as we give you time. Lord, We, you know we need encouragement when we're doing something new. I just ask that you do that. Now, thank you, Lord. The Lord also reveals himself through his drawing. He draws us to him. Again, there there will be times when the Lord makes himself known during the times we are specifically focusing on him, waiting on him or making ourselves available to him. But the majority of the time that he makes himself known, we will be engaged in other activities. Like normal, everyday, like driving to work, or doing surgery, or being in a meeting, giving a presentation to the boss. And he draws us. And sometimes he will draw us and make himself known at the most inconvenient times. And we'll talk more about it. One of the things we will learn is how to handle that. Because we don't want to just shut the door on God or on our boss. But we can pause what the Lord is doing. Remember, there's no time. You can just hit pause. Say, you know, how to, and and we're just going to use the term, we're going to put a tent around the presence of God. We're just going to protect it. And then as soon as we get out of that meeting, or as soon as we're done with that surgery, or whatever it is we're doing when we sense his presence, we go to a private place, a quiet place, and we make ourselves available to the Lord. We remove the tent. Say, Lord, I'm here for you. Thank you for your patience. Now, sometimes we can drop everything 
And when you can drop everything, do so. Do drop everything. But a lot of times, you won't be able to. And that's fine. That's no big deal. We don't want to exclude any of our day saying, okay, God, I'm going into a meeting. You can't interrupt me. God owns 24 hours of your day. And you've already given him permission, your spirit has, to interrupt you at any time. So it's best if your soul and your body learn how to go along with him. So the majority of the time, we will be engaged in other activities when he does something to get our attention. Now, God doesn't want to have to shout at us to get our attention. It's a good thing if the Lord doesn't have to send an angel or perform a miracle to get our attention or encourage us. One of the ways we show respect to a person is if we are at their beck and call. So to strengthen our attention, the Lord will engage us to attend to him at what may seem to be odd times. Learning to pay attention, be ready to pay attention, and how to promptly respond on his terms. But again, it doesn't, it's not, okay, you, you don't have to, you're flying a plane, you don't say, okay, I'm going to put the plane down here and go spend time with God. No. You go, okay, Lord, let's be creative. How can I, can I find some place here or should I put a pause, hit pause and put a tent over, a tent of protection? until I can spend time with you. That's as just as valuable a tool to learn how to do that as anything else you can learn. Because God puts you here on this earth for this time. So you're going to have to learn how to master time, how to control it, and how to accommodate it, how to balance spirit, soul, and body. This is essential into being, moving into being led by the spirit. And again, our goal is to live and move and have our being in him as a spirit being. Now, he knows that this is different for many people, for many Christians. Many, so many Christians are taught this is, you know, to be a good Christian, here's the list of things you need to do. You need to tithe. You need to attend church at least twice a week. You need to, you know, feel good during worship. You need to join this and be involved in that and read your Bible. And there's a list. And if you do those things, you're a good Christian. Well, if you've been born again, you can just put a mark next to all of those things. 
You're you're done. You've already qualified. You're as good of a Christian as you're ever going to get. You've already received all the eternal life you're ever going to receive because you are already in God. You don't need to achieve anything or get anywhere. You've already pleased him because he loves you. Not because of anything you've done or will do. Because of his nature. His nature is love. He can't not love you. He'd be denying his own nature. So let him draw you. And as you go through your day, part of your part of all of our challenge is to modify our lifestyle. So we can be more and more aware of his presence drawing us, knocking on our door. If we're so busy throughout the day that we can't catch a whiff of his presence, we don't. <clears throat> there's so much confusion going on in our minds that we don't recognize his encouraging thoughts or his physical presence even. You know, there's the old joke about the uh, pastor saying, well, even if Jesus doesn't come, we're going to have a great service. It's like, no, we need Jesus. We need God. And we don't want to have any service without him. We don't want to have a life without him. Make this a high priority to know him and to make yourself available for God to reveal himself to you on a moment-by-moment basis. And he draws us. He makes himself desirable to us. He makes himself known to us on a moment-by-moment basis. And the more we can set up our day, it may mean not having the radio on when you're driving to work or not turning the TV on as soon as you get home or not reading before you go to bed or throughout the day just taking, instead of taking a a Coke break, just sit at your desk or out in your car for five minutes and Make yourself available to the Lord. Now, a lot of times when you do that, he may not, he probably won't make himself known during that time. But 20 minutes later, when you're going up the elevator, there he is. And you feel a sense of his presence. And you wonder why nobody else does. Living as a spirit is home for us. It's how we were meant to live. Now it's how it was meant we were meant to live for everybody. But it's your time now. 
Don't worry about everybody else. You experience eternal life now. God wants to draw you. God wants you to know him as he is now. Again, looking at our lifestyle, looking at your lifestyle, what needs to change? Sometimes it's big things. Sometimes we have just so much going on all the time. Every minute of every day is filled. And even if it's filled with Christian activity, are you leaving God out of it? Does God have time to make himself known to you? Again, it doesn't have to be big, huge things. Sometimes it does, but it doesn't have to. Back in the day, I had, you know, all of my friends, church friends, where everybody was getting rid of their TVs. And that lasted for, you know, because they didn't want to have the TV as a distraction. They just want to be able to spend time with God. And that lasted maybe five, six months. Everybody went out and got a new TV. They found out that it wasn't the TV that was the distraction. It was anything they found plenty of things that took up their time. It didn't, TV was just a convenient, something to blame. But they'd spend, instead they'd spend time talking to friends or find new hobbies or plenty of other things to fill that time. They didn't all spend that time with God. So they all go out, got out, went out and got new TVs. So you don't have to reject the way you're living your life now unless God says, change this, change that. And he will. He will be very specific. And, again, you're you're able and free to make a mistake. Feel free to make mistakes. We all do. But, Lord, we just ask right now that you put your finger and make it clear to each one of us that there's an area of our lives that we need to modify according to your direction in order to be able to recognize your presence more. And we thank you for making that clear. So thanks for tuning in. We'll be getting back together again same time next week. Until then, this has been Diane Thomas of Rainer's Radio. Have a great night.